0: This podcast is brought to you by The Province.
1: This is Seen and Heard with Province music writer Stuart Durdane. Hello and welcome to Seen and Heard, the podcast with me, Stuart Dardane, and today we are fortunate enough to have along for the show the wonderful Jeff Burner, who is here to talk about his new record and touring and all sorts of stuff. So Jeff, welcome. Hi, thanks
2: for having me on.
1: So uh, I, I I noticed that it's on your list of your coming tour. Are you going to Bremen to be a musician? Oh, wait, you already are one.
2: Yeah, we're, well, I mean, I'm going to become one there. We have the Bremen gig. It was actually one of the last ones to come in on the tour, and we were a bit puzzled because I've never had any trouble getting a gig there before, but then it crossed my mind that the, the album's called We Are Going to Bremen to Be Musicians, and probably... Of all the people in the world, the people of Bremen are the sickest of hearing about that folk story. It's probably pretty, pretty done. They've pretty played out for them. They've probably heard every observation you could possibly make about the folk story, the musicians of Bremen at this point. Yes, and they've probably had every variation of a modern and or avant-garde approach to it and
1: everything in between. They know the Muppets have done it. Yes. They know.
2: like They're like, yeah, we know, buddy. <laughs>
1: and now you've done it but not really yeah. because that's not what it's about I mean it's really that's a, it's, a, it's a good title but there's more to this tell us about the title like you know it's, it's not your innate love of Germanic folk tales that well
2: uh, I did we're... do like a retelling of the thing as like a little comic book thing with the tin can forest people mm-hmm. I did get into this story like a lot the story is about these animals uh, who are aged animals and in the countryside and they They're escaping certain death, like they're old and their owners are about to kill them, all because they're old. And they all run away from their their respective farms, the donkey, the dog, the cat, and the rooster. And their plan, they do have a plan, is they're going to be musicians in the city of Bremen. Not exactly a rational plan. But then again... It sort of
1: make falls right in with musicians in general deciding to have, form a band and take over the world. So
2: it's better plan than just agreeing to have your head chopped off and made into soup. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> soup suet and whatever else comes along. Yeah. Uh, so it's about our irrational hope in the face of the available information.
1: Now you've got this record is coming out on Coke's Records, uh, which is Ray Spoon's new label, and
2: yep. Uh,
1: and also, uh, and Oriente music in uh, in out of Berlin for yep. for the German, and is that
2: all throughout Europe or just Germany? Or yeah, oriente has got distribution worldwide except in North America. Right, so yeah. that's where Ray's label comes in. Nice, Coax has got Canada and the U.S., so that's the deal. And you guys go way back, right? Yeah, me and Ray went on our first tour together like over ten years ago when Ray was like nine, <laughs> and. <laughs> now raise my boss that's so kind of that's how it goes you've uh,
1: you know just been getting better and better and i really like this record i think as you know when been, you when you post when the video for for swing a chicken three times over your head I, I mentioned that it initially immediately was like one of my favorite songs that you'd written and just there seems to be there seems to be some very directed anger on this album
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's just about catharsis, you know, getting it out, you know, trying to cheer up by various strategies. And one of the ways to get yourself to cheer up is not to feel guilty about all the anger you have inside of you, but to just get it out there. And sometimes you feel better. True, True that. So that's kind of what happens in a lot of the record. Swing a chicken three times over your head is more about the irrational thirst for redemption you know like i just want to wipe this late clean and start again i'll do whatever it takes swing a chicken over my head sure Sure. (laughs) whatever bring Uh, on the
1: chicken absolutely so uh was it just what is uh, redemption anger love even comes into it it's all there uh we're gonna start with a track that uh that is sort of very, very fine example of what's going on on this album and works so well with it. And it's a happy song. We're going to start with uh, Dance and Celebrate. It's happy. So here we go with Dance and Celebrate from We Are Going to Bremen to Be Musicians.
3: (laughs) As some of you know, I was raised a Jew. Actually, I remain one too. There's many reasons. They are not few. I'll tell my favorite one to you. It's not what you think. It's what you do. So, what does that mean? Anytime I've lost the battle and I'm feeling low There's an emotional place that I can go Does my God judge me for going there? No, I'll tell you what it is and I'll start real slow Let's dance and say When there's people killing children in my name And my guts are churning with the horror and the shame Well, it helps me to contemplate So let's dance and celebrate For instance, old Joe Stalin for some reason thought Jewish doctor's plot So he had some of them exiled And the rest of them shot He wanted no Jewish doctors And that's exactly what he got All right And now Here is the part Where we come to the joke That's when he had A massive stroke People said, what's wrong, Joe? But he never spoke Brain specialist might have helped him, but he got up in smoke. Let's dance and celebrate the misfortunes of people we hate. It feels odd at first, but wait. Once you get it, you got it, and then you feel great. Oh, Shot and Freud needs no translation. So I guess I'll take it as a reparation. I'll take it out on a date where we'll dance and sell. Ariel Sharon, Sharon, his death lingered on and on. Ariel Sharon, Ariel Sharon, his death lingered on and 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 on Reservation Health center Or just a ditch Let's dance And celebrate The misfortunes Of people we have feels a bit funny At first But wait Once you get it You got it And then you feel great Oh, bad things happen To good people It's true But at least Sometimes that's all there is to consolate. So let's dance
1: and It is happy, it's cheerful It's, and it's mean
2: but happy <laughs> And I feel like it's a good one for this week Because it's a time to dance and celebrate There's been a changing of the guard in Ottawa A lot of us Turns out about seventy percent of us were looking for that and uh it's kind of a you know, people have their doubts about whether stuff is gonna really get better, but for now we can just be happy that people we dislike had a bad day, you know? <laughs> it's a sense of it's a sense of redemption right there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You've gotta take it where you can find it. You sure.
1: Know? Sure. Now you also there's some personal redemption as well. You had a pretty uh
2: a pretty rough year I think, right? Yeah, I had a rough couple of years. I lost my folks uh in 2 years. Kind of felt like out of nowhere and uh to cancer and uh so a lot of the record is about me trying to keep myself, my spirits up and everybody around me, you know, mm. without being fake or like let's put on a happy face and pretend everything's fine. So because you know there's always something terrible going wrong and if you let yourself fall into it too far uh you just be miserable all the time and my folks weren't in favor of that so you know uh there's always something going wrong you know so you gotta find your your strategies for happiness uh where you can find them and in
1: fact we did uh, require finding some strategies for happiness because uh Shortly, well, almost immediately after that, we, everyone in the uh, studio here noticed that our taps had blown a gasket and there was water pouring out and getting deeper and deeper on the floor. So, in fact, Mr. Burner brought us a biblical flood. And now I have Jeff once again on the phone. Let's pick up where we left off. Jeff, so you were, uh, we were just getting ready to discuss sort of, um, you know, the, the importance of, of kind of uh, family and, and support to, uh, to making music and, um, and, and creating art.
4: Well, I was just gonna, just saying how my I, my folks were never the kind of people parents who said things like uh so when are you gonna thinking of getting a you know real job and stuff <laughs> you know but, and uh that was a a boon you know a lot of people i I know who I came up with in the music world have had to drop out because of kids or and responsibilities and and other reasons, and uh, and I wasn't forced to do that. And I'm very, and my folks were a factor in that. So I, I'm grateful.
1: And now you that. have responsible kids, and you're still doing it, so it worked out okay.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, things are going pretty good. You know, I'm. I'm about to go off and play Berlin and Hamburg and Switzerland and Vienna, and then come home, and then I do some Canadian stuff, and then I go off to Scandinavia and. It's uh, I'm I'm kind of living the dream here. It's, it's it's weird to be able to say that at 43 that uh, that I'm I'm uh, firing on all cylinders as a as a public musician.
1: Now, of course, in retrospect, this will probably broadcast when you're coming back for for a triple gig homecoming. Um, it's it's I'm impressed to see how many different shows you'll be playing. It's uh, what is this? You're, you're doing two nights at Luz?
4: Yeah, we're gonna do uh, two nights. One is gonna be a solo night, and one's gonna be with a band because uh, a lot of the times I I do a drunken dancing, klezmer punk party, and that and that's fun. But another of the things that I do is a kind of where I, I just stand up and play my accordion by myself and tell stupid stories and give long-winded. Uh, strange introductions and interrupt myself in the middle of the songs and, and it may be hard to believe but some of my customers have come up to me and said when are you going to do another one of those shows in Vancouver? <laughs> I'm not
1: surprised at all actually I haven't seen quite a few of them
4: you know so, so I figured I would do one of each you know
1: now who's in the group when you do, uh, when you do the, the drunken party thing?
4: It's going to be Keith Rose on bass. He's a brilliant player. He's played with Hard Rock Miners, Roots Roundup, Royal Grand Prix, lots of people. And uh, uh, Wayne Adams, who always plays drums with me, mm-hmm. and uh, he's playing his Ulti Cracker. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fiona Davies, who was in Poe Girl, among many other groups, plays with Carol and Mark, plays with. Well, lots of people, yeah, and yes. uh, so it'll be a, a quartet for that one. And often uh, Jack Garton will come up and join us, and
1: uh, oh, so we'll get the dueling the accordions with that uh, with that combination when Jack comes up.
4: Yeah, right? yeah, we get him up there to play some lead accordion as well.
1: Nice. Now, one thing about this record that seems quite different from the others is, this, you know, the the big kickoff with the uh, with the video for "Swing Your Chicken Three Times Over Your Head," which is quite a uh, quite a marvelously frenetic, frantic, truly kind of punk, klezmer uh, experience. Uh, this, this seems new for you. Is it, is it kind of the first time you've really gone full on, done something like the crazy, wacky artistic video to kick off a track?
4: Well, we got some factor funding, Stuart.
1: Ah, the beautiful factor funding.
4: <laughs> we cut some money from the government. So we were finally able to be organized enough to have a, a video ready for kicking off before the album came out, hmm. like you know, like they do in the in the majors, we, we we did it. Nice. I had we I finally have my ducks in a row, <laughs> and uh, and Bill Mullen, who's a brilliant director, who's worked with Nardwar and a bunch of other people, uh, he he uh, came in, he came through he, in, for, with this chicken video. He has a bunch of buddies who do uh, um, this amazing animation work. And uh, they sit in an apartment and slave over these these uh, uh, cutouts, you know, this collage technique. Um, it's totally old school. It's no no computers were abused to make this video. It's uh, it's very much the way Terry Gilliam would have made the Monty Python tweeners and stuff like that. Which so, is why it's such a joy to watch. I, I just it is. It's you know you can't it's it's inspiring to know that you can't be handmade when it comes right down to it
1: now we're going to Bremen to be musicians references the old german folktale but also you've allied yourself kind of with the uh, the klezmer Bunn movement which is uh which i think sort of allies back to uh, uh you know old jewish culture sort of pre world war 2 when when you know you had the the identity with with the sort of you know the union movements and the left wing side of things um, tell me about that and tell me just about sort of within the art world, what they call the radical Jewish culture that uh, Josh Dolgan, your producer, a.k.a. So-called, is also part of?
4: Well, uh, radical Jewish culture is something that's been around since the 19th century, and uh, it's all about super left-wing, maybe not so religious Judaism, Mm. and and more cultural Judaism. Uh, It's about, uh, you know... um, Battling for social justice and equality, and uh, that there's people who've been at it since, uh, yeah, since before the 19th century. Jews have been a big force in you know socialism and anarchism and stuff like that, and and uh, that's something that I take a lot of pride in. And there's a lot of people out there practicing that kind of Judaism these days, and I'm. I'm proud to be part of it you know the the Klesmer Bund is named that after the old Yiddisher Bund the mm. the Jewish you know union of people working for a better tomorrow working for a you know time when the billionaires get their money taken away and it gets spread around among folks who need it and stuff like that so uh, uh you know that's my that's my deal and there's People like Daniel Kahn and Josh Dolgan and Sarah Gordon and and they're they're doing it too and and there's a big organization in London called Judas J E W D A S and they they do all kinds of events, protests and amazing parties and uh, I've played a few of those and uh, it's a it's a great time.
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's also and, and of course John Zorn through the Chach label and stuff has been doing. His annual celebrations in New York, um, showcasing all manner of, uh, of, of new Jewish cultural expression and things like that, which is kind of exciting and also fun. It,
4: yeah, it also t- John Zorn is a big, big uh, hero. He's got a label called Tzadik mm-hmm. that uh, put out a lot of my buddies' uh, stuff. Benji Fox Rosen, who helped translate the David Bowie song on my new album, he's he's signed to Tzadik Records, and that's. Uh, that's the John Zorn angle there. I mean, he's a huge inspiration for sure.
1: Sweet. So, how is your uh, how is your Yiddish these days?
4: It's getting getting better. It's working on it. You know, I'm, it's hard to pound new ideas into my head. But the uh, the way I'm learning is through songs. So, there's two full on Yiddish songs on the record, and some other bits of Yiddish, and some translated Yiddish stuff in the in the record, and the next one will have even more of it. Um, and uh, I, I really enjoy singing in Yiddish. It's a, it's such a fun language, and it's uh, funny. So much of the, the, the language of the entertainment world in English is full of Yiddish expressions Absolutely. And, and phrases and words, schmoozing and stuff like that.
1: Catching, schmoozing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, sing, yeah. yeah. You know your shmata rag, all the rest of it. It just keeps coming, right? It's, it's, uh...
4: Yeah, you know it's, it's storytelling and Yiddish seem to go very well together. Are
1: you familiar with that fantastic uh, PBS series? The uh, it was P- NPR Radio, rather the the, uh, the history of uh, Yiddish radio. It's a, the whole program. I think it won a Pulitzer or something. It's I've got a marvelous uh, two or three CD collection of all of it together, and it just going through all this. At at one point, New York had numerous Yiddish radio stations, and uh, you know, they were small, like some in some, almost like ham radio, but they certainly delivered the news and culture and arts and everything else. And it's it's true; it's it's got a vibrancy and and a life to it that uh, that seems to kick out.
4: I haven't heard the PBS thing, but there is a website called the Yiddish Yiddish Radio Project.
1: That's the one I'm talking they about. Have that's that's a it.
4: lot of cool stuff. That's they exactly have a, it. Yeah, the ads are fantastic. The
1: ads are brilliant, and and of course you old know, ads.
4: And and uh, and then there's experimental. Sound poetry yep. in Yiddish about the subway and stuff like that. It's, it's like these people were really avant garde. They were really modern people uh, performing and, and communicating in Yiddish.
1: So, where do you see your legacy when people look down, when they look back to, to Jeff Burner? And, and, you know, will they say he was a really avant garde guy, or will they say he was a crazed punk uh, klezmer maniac, or he was a guy who wrote songs that became. Uh, mainstays at folk festivals across the world
4: well i hope I could be a link in the chain that's my my ambition you know that that uh i'll write 200 songs and maybe two of them will still be played in 100 years you know that's how she goes and uh you know but the it's uh it's very liberating to be working in a tradition because uh when you're when you're working as a as a pop or a rock musician, you're kind of hoping for that winning lotto number that's going to take you to the toppermost to the poppermost. And if you don't make it by a certain age, it's not going to happen, you know, generally speaking. Mm. And but when you're working in a tradition, you don't have to worry about going onward and upward. You go, you just go deeper and deeper.
1: Nice. Well, folks, if you want to check out Jeff Burner, um. Both sides of Jeff Burner, if you will, uh, and, and uh, showcasing we are going to Bremen to be musicians. Uh, go to Lana Luz on the 19th of January, or February, I guess, actually. It's a wise up, and, uh, and also yeah. the 20th. And uh, I recommend your record for all sorts of people for their Christmas coffers as well. And uh, have a great tour, or tours, and we look forward to seeing you when you get back into town. And Thanks we're going to finish up... Stuart. By the way, there was a the second song you wanted us to play that I think fits to that kind of idea you were discussing and then we're going to play condos now
3: My city has been in a housing crisis for 15 years or more Middle class families can't afford to live here and there's a $10,000 fine for being poor Well, they said, if we let them build all these condo towers, the market would pull down the rent. Now we've got the most expensive city on the whole damn continent. Our mayor says he wants something called ego density. And of course, it's a sin not to be green But when Mayor Happy Planet says eco Density What does he really mean? He means Sunday condos Monday condos Tuesday, Wednesday Condos Thursday Friday A few more condos Saturday For a change Condos What happened To a thousand culture buildings And counting Well, they knocked them down To build some condos And the social housing Cause we need more condos All the rich Bitches Capital That's a special kind of condos The kind of condos That you call after the thing that you knocked down To make the Sunday Condos Monday townhouse condominiums what is the plan for the Georgia viaduct well they're gonna knock it down and build some condos why's the city 400 million dollars on the hook they're fucked they paid some guys to build Olympic condos and what about the sacred burial site Not as sacred as condos Until the Musqueam Nation actually put up a fight And that's how you stop the condos So what's gonna happen now for God's sake Oh it's just gonna let them build more condos On Vancouver's mad sickness for Sunday condos. Monday condos. Artist Live Work Studios.
1: And thanks again for Jeff Burner for coming in not once but twice to talk to us about his fantastic new album and play some music. And there you go. Also in the scene is Eugene Rippers Fast Folk Underground. Uh, playing at Skinny Fat Jacks up there on Main Street on Friday, December 11th. Uh, Tickets at the door. And what can I say? uh, Eugene is a fixture on the Canadian punk folk scene. Heck, he was around before the punk folk genre even was classified. And he's bringing Fast Folk Underground version 4.0 to town. He's got a new four-song EP uh, that uh, features Juno award-winning producer John Critchley, bassist Ray Walsh, and of all things... Television drummer Billy Ficka playing drums and bongos, and we're going to hear a track from Fasco Folk Underground 4.0 called Queen Street 1987. And that was Eugene Ripper's Fast Folk Underground, which you can see at, again, Skinny Fat Jacks, Friday, December 11th. It's a super nice, tight, intimate little place there and loads of fun. Coming up now on the Herd section of Seen and Heard, we're going to begin with Fritz Helder's Force of Nature. Uh, this is taken from his debut solo EP of the same title, Force of Nature, out on AVSR. And you might not know who Fritz Helder is, but if I told you that he was a member of Azarian Three that might help so that would also explain the electronic funkiness of force of nature
5: check but speak sticks potato payload trapped in the money game pyramids king yells spending dollar bills like aqua From a rupee, Durham coin All went through me just like a ghost Gone, source, it consumed me Just like a ghost, gone Diamonds, rubies, just like a ghost Gone, just like a ghost Mickey, Nastic, Henson, Dow Jones Watching all the money pile up Counting pounds, so I got no need Keep your proceeds Your money, them come from bad seed No one can take
1: And after that, what better to do than play some seriously out of control stoner psych metal? Courtesy of Philly's Wizard Eye, this is a song called Drowning Daydream. It's taken from the Wizard Eye's debut record on Black Monk Records titled, surprise, Wizard Eye. This is Drowning Daydream. I say I'm always in a metal mood around Christmas, so we're going to follow that with Destroyer. This is taken from Battering Ram, the new album from the legendary uh, new wave of British heavy metal act, Saxon. And this is actually from their 21st album. And it's kind of amazing that these guys, they can still find a memorable riff in the mix after all that time. And here is Saxon playing Destroyer and destroying it. (laughs)
5: feel
3: this
1: And This has been Seen and Heard with Stuart Derday. We'll be back next week. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. You've been listening to Seen and Heard with province music writer Stuart Darday. Catch Stuart in the province newspaper or online at theprovince.com.